yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I am your host, Homage the Lion Killer, but you can just call me David, David Castle. Uh, good morning. Hope you're all doing well out there. Today is the 7th of April, 2021. Uh, coming at you live from Nevada, from the west side. But wherever you may be listening from, everybody is welcome. Uh, hope you're all doing good out there and staying sane through these insane times that we're living through when everybody seems to be getting just a little bit crazier every single day and getting rid of friends and family for, for not going along with what the news tells them to do and various things like that. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, but besides that, hope you all had a good Easter. Just coming coming off of Easter Sunday there. I had an all right one. It was nice. Just hung out with family and stuff. I did find out something that was uh, kind of crazy, though. I recently lost my grandma last month. Um, she was 87 years old and lived a wonderful life, was a wonderful person. And uh, unfortunately, she got sick and, and passed away. She had been um, not doing so well for a while, though. But I found out on Easter that that a week before she died, she got the vaccine. So she was doing fine before that. I mean, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't a Hercules or anything. You know, she was, she was struggling with breathing and things like that. But I don't see why they, why they would give um, someone who's already sick and so weak some experimental vaccine. So if you think it, and, and the fact that they started with the oldest segment of the population and, and think that's a good idea I don't know, I'm suspicious of the whole shit, but it's not like with COVID when anyone who dies within a month of getting a positive COVID test, um, you know, they died of COVID even though they could have gotten hit by a car or, or fallen out of an airplane or something. Uh, with the vaccine, if you die after getting the vaccine, then oh, they'll make up any number of excuses. So who knows what the real number is um, of people who who've died because of the vaccine? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. But I know if you even mention that, especially on social media, they're going to censor it. And um, fuck, who knows, man? Maybe we might even be getting to the point where they could throw you in jail for that shit later on down the road. So that's crazy. Um, so bummer. Just want to throw it out there, put it out there in case, uh, in case you know someone who might be wanting to get it. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um, besides that, <clears throat> Something else I, I want to mention that I found out this weekend. I did lose someone who was who I was close to, who was a friend of mine, uh, due to suicide. So just if uh, you know, check up on your friends and 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 uh, try to help them out and see what what's going on with them and stuff because you never know. Especially when people are on like medication and stuff or, or sick, and then they go to the doctor and they give them like fifty different medic medications and they don't even know what's what the person is sick with, and they're just throwing throwing pills at them, man. Um, that, that can make you lose your mind, especially if you start drinking or something like that. So, yeah, just, uh, you know, be conscious of that, especially nowadays when, when going through these COVID times when, when emotions are high and there's uh, the future is uncertain and um, there's not much to do, I guess. I, I don't know, any number of things. That's fucked up. Fucked up world, huh? But I hate to start off on a bad note, but just got to throw it out there before I forget. So besides that, 
let's get into uh, Hunter Biden. Remember, remember Hunter Biden's laptop? He brought it in to get fixed. Like his his laptop was fucked up, so he brought it into one of these, like the Geek Squad or some shit. And then um, they found a bunch of weird porn and like videos of him smoking crack and like having sex with his fourteen year old cousin and and weird shit like that. Um, there were there was some underage sex shit and and weird stuff. But it turns out it, he doesn't even know if that was his uh, his laptop, anyways. So ah, take it from him. Let's see. Was that your laptop? For real, I don't know. I know, but well, you know, that's, this is I really a, don't know okay. if the answer is. That's you don't know yes or no if the laptop was I don't have any yours. idea. I have no idea. So it could have been yours. Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that it was, the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. So he doesn't know. I don't know. Was it? I don't know. It kind of looked like it. Maybe it, it wasn't my. I don't know. It could have been. Ah, man. The leeway they give this, anyone associated with this president is, is just insane. That's what shows you that that they need him in there to do something. You know, this old, decrepit guy who, who can't even put a sentence together. Maybe that's why he's in there, because he doesn't, he can't fight back. He's too old. He doesn't get it. <laughs> um. Anyways, I just thought that was funny. He doesn't know. Could have been. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Um. So, since the pandemic started, at the beginning, Dr. Fauci was telling us that, you know, you really don't need to wear a mask. Uh, it's kind of stupid to wear a mask. You should be saving them for medical personnel. Um. The The normal person who's just going about their day it really doesn't make sense for you to wear a mask and then it went completely 180 degrees the opposite direction to everyone's got to wear a mask and then you got to wear two masks and then fucking three masks and uh if you question the masks you're an anti-masker they always have to create some demeaning derogatory term for people who who don't want to do the stupid bullshit that they tell us to do uh, but anyway, so now everyone's got to wear a mask all the time and it's probably going to be like that forever because they're always going to come out with some new variants of COVID and, uh, we all have to be very afraid because this is part of a much bigger agenda as I've been trying to cover on this show since this stuff all started, since before it really started, really. Um, but they're really rolling out the propaganda and they use the, the celebrities to try to, Get us to do what they want. So this is the CDC. Uh, this is some propaganda they put together where they got all these people to talk about why they wear their masks. And it's very inspiring. And um, just listen. I wear a mask. I, I wear a mask. I wear a mask. I wear a mask. Because. I wear a mask because it's a tiny sacrifice to protect your freedoms. I wear a mask because. I can help stop the spread of COVID-19 in my community. I wear a mask because I care about you, even if I don't know you. I want to keep doctors, nurses, and other essential workers safe. I wear a mask because I can, but my baby can't. I wear a mask because I want to feel safe sending my kids back to school. My kids wear masks to keep their friends safe. I wear a mask because I want you to stay healthy. I wear a mask because I really want to get a haircut soon. I wear a mask because 
I care about the health and well-being of those around me. I wear a mask because I might not know that I'm sick. Yo uso una máscara para mi familia y la comunidad. I wear a mask because I want to keep others safe. I wear a mask because I want to protect everybody. I wear a mask because too many people who look like me are getting sick and dying from COVID-19. I've grown fond of seeing people smile with their eyes. It's a beautiful experience in these times. Do it for their futures. Even if you don't have to, I hope you choose to. Yeah. Wear that mask. Put your fucking mask on, slave. Isn't that cringe? Isn't that like a cringy thing to listen to? I wear a mask because of this. And the, the, the dramatic piano behind it. Ay, ay, ay. Does that work on people? Does that really work? I'm sure it does. That's why they put it out there. Um. Anyways, so yeah, that guy says he's grown fond of seeing people smile with their eyes. What? What does that even mean? What does that even mean? I find stuff like that to be kind of disgusting and weird and um, stupid because, first of all, who's not wearing a mask anyways? And uh, the people who aren't wearing a mask aren't going <laughs> to fall for that stupid bullshit. So they're just preaching to the people who are already wearing the masks anyways. I don't fucking get it. But that's the world we live in now, isn't it? Um, but regardless of that, how about we listen to some Tupac Remix with a little bit of James Brown. Let's get it. Check it out. Untouchable. 
Expect me, nigga, like you expect Jesus to come back. Expect me, nigga. I'm coming. <laughs> Woo! Ah, oh, that's a fun song. That's from Django. Django Unchained. Yeah, remember the part where um, I just watched that movie. Where Jamie Foxx's character is just <laughs> killing all the racist white people at the end. And then that song comes on. It's It's pretty epic. Ah, yeah, Django. Quentin Tarantino, really really playing the race card there. Making all the white people look racist, but it was slavery times. People were pretty fucking racist back then. There's still racist people. Anyways, so, that was fun. <laughs> so, something we've been talking about, the conspiracy people have been talking about for a while, is the idea of the vaccine passport. The idea that you won't be able to go certain places unless you have proof of vaccination and um, they're just not going to let you in. You won't be able to go to concert venues. You're not going to be able to fly or travel. Um, you know, you know, people have said maybe you won't be able to go to the grocery store and any number of things. And a lot of people said that was just a conspiracy theory and then that would never happen. But now it's it's mainstream news now. It's actually being unraveled you got the president talking about it and uh, people are all about it and they're comparing it to the existing laws regarding vaccination um, when you're traveling to certain countries in like Africa or or South America where you have to show proof of having um, these different vaccinations like yellow fever is one of them but I don't think that's a good comparison because um the yellow fever vaccine is one that is proven and tested. It's a traditional vaccine. It actually has FDA approval, whereas these these new vaccines that they're doing, um, the mRNA ones at least, are are like experimental vaccines. They're unapproved. They have emergency use authorization from the FDA, but that's not the same thing as being approved and uh, proven to be effective and not have the adverse effects that uh, people are afraid of who who wouldn't want to get it, which rightfully so. Um, but that's not stopping the media and, and politicians in Hollywood from trying to coax us and manipulate us into getting it. And they're using these sales techniques to get people to do this. They're using the, the idea of scarcity by saying that, oh, there's only so many vaccines. And... Um, you know, now you're eligible. Now this age group is eligible. Thank God, you know, you can finally get it. And it's like, you can get back to normal. And they're even using these terms like calling it a freedom passport when it's the it's the exact fucking opposite of that. Um, but it's just funny, the, the manipulation techniques they use to do that. And if you study marketing and you study sales, you'll realize that this is what's happening. And if if there really was this deadly disease, why would they be having to use that? Why would they be having to use these these marketing and sales techniques? If there really was this killer disease that's killing everybody and it's as bad as they say, then people would be rushing to get the vaccine anyways because it would be necessary and people would realize that. People aren't that stupid, you know? If, if people are falling over dead in the street, then yeah, they're going to want the antidote. But that's not happening and it hasn't been happening. 
the the numbers are being manipulated. We know this. It's it's a proven fact. You're not allowed to say that, but it's true. So people are naturally hesitant to it, and that's why they have to implement these sales techniques. And the marketing people behind these pharmaceutical companies are some of the best in the world. The Pfizer marketing people, man, they must they must be making so much money this year. Not to mention that they're they're getting paid like three times to make the vaccine because the government paid them to make it and then they get to sell it again, you know? So it's like they're making a shitload of money off of this thing. And then my whole thing throughout this has been I mean, what is in the vaccine? We know the we know the virus isn't as bad as what they say and that the numbers are being manipulated. Yeah, maybe it's a real thing. Sure, it probably is. There probably is some virus out there. Then again, there's people who question the whole germ theory, and they say that these things that we call viruses are actually a natural byproduct of cellular division, and there's something called exosomes, and I think there's some validity to that argument as well. But you're not allowed to talk about that, and you will never hear that on mainstream news. So whether or not that's true, I don't know. I'm I'm a scientist who studies that shit, but I've listened to the people who did, and they make a compelling argument. Um, all I'm trying to say is, is everything surrounding this is in question, and you should have questions. And it's your right as a human being to have questions and uh, be concerned about what is being put into your body. And it's funny the double standards, especially with like the the people who call themselves liberals when they're not liberal at all. Um. They're, they're all about the, you know, my body, my choice shit when it comes to murdering a baby. But when it comes to, like, not wanting an experimental vaccine made by a government who has a history of poisoning their own people intentionally just to experiment on them, uh, then, you know, you have to take it. That's that's for the greater good. So it's just, it's crazy, you know, these these double standards that that people have. And they almost hold them unconsciously. It's like, and when you try to point it out to them, what, they're just going to react emotionally and fucking probably call you a racist or some some crazy shit. So, um, anyways, what I'm trying to say is now the vaccine passports are mainstream news. It's a fact. It's something that is coming our way very quickly. And a lot of people are getting the vaccine just so they can do shit. So, I have some, some uh, clips about that and... Uh, well, you decide for yourself what you think about this. This is a woman from the Brookings Institution talking about uh, vaccine passports. CDC today said vaccinated Americans can travel, but at the same time said we don't recommend it. That can be rather confusing. Is there a medical reason why vaccinated people should not travel? Yeah, Chef, good to be with you. And I think it has to do with the fact that we still have people traveling from and to places where we're seeing double digit increases in cases. And even if you're vaccinated, you don't know who around you might be or might not be high risk. And therefore, that is a scenario set up, especially with these variants where people can get sick and unfortunately end up in a hospital. And we're seeing younger people, Shep, in the hospitals, which is disturbing, but makes sense when you think about older people being vaccinated and younger people still waiting to get their turn. So that's essentially why. But I do think the CDC overall it's great news, as you point out. It reinforces that once America is fully vaccinated, we are going to be able to safely resume more normal activities. And I think that'll happen by the summer. Well, I, I fucked that up. <laughs> That's actually her talking about um, that even if, once you get the vaccine, you still shouldn't travel because not everyone has the vaccine. 
So this is the whole thing they're they're getting at is that um, everybody in the world has to get the vaccine. This experimental thing um, for this virus that's has a ninety nine point seven percent survival rate. We all have to get this thing injected into us. What the hell is in this thing? Why do they want it in everyone? And if you study nanotechnology and you realize where they're at with this stuff, um, you know you could it it becomes a little suspicious, and you might assume that. Maybe there's something in it, some sort of little robot or something they want in us, but obviously I don't know that for sure, and nobody really does. Uh, so, I don't know, it, but it's, it's funny, like, you think they try to tell you that you're going to have all these freedoms all of a sudden if you get the vaccine, but you're still going to have to wear a mask, you're still going to have to socially distance, and they still don't want you to travel. So, what the fuck is the point? Why do it? Unless you want to end up like my grandma, dead. <laughs> Crazy, man. Fucking crazy. So, uh, anyways, this is the clip about the vaccine passports. And by the way, this woman speaking, her name is, uh, what the hell is her name? She has some kind of name. It is, she is Dr. Kavita Patel. And, um, she has associations with Johns Hopkins and the Brookings Institute. She was a high-level medical advisor under Barack Obama. So she's in the know. She's in the fucking, um, you know, the elite, whatever you want to call it, the scientific dictatorship that is deciding how we have to live. Um, so so what she says is is probably pretty accurate for, for what they want to do. She's a spokesperson for this group. Um, and, yeah, so check it out. Vaccine passports. Passports. Yeah, but TSA numbers show we're traveling already. There's there's no method to check whether someone has been vaccinated. Do you believe vaccine passports are necessary? I think we're going to. So in short, yes, I think that how we get passports and hopefully we can have some agreement that makes them easy, comprehensible in different languages and is a very zero barrier, chef. And I believe in our private sector combined with public partners, we can do that. We need to have ways that people can demonstrate proof of vaccination and we also need to remember at the same time, we need to make it very easy for people to get vaccinated. That's going to be easy with supply. And at the same time, Shep, I just want to reinforce that the tricky part around a requirement is that these are emergency authorizations. Pfizer, with their pivotal data, will probably get to a full approval soon. But an emergency authorization is not necessarily full approval. So we'll definitely need proof of vaccination. But this time period is going to be a transition where vaccinations are the ticket to freedom, but that ticket is not the easiest one to get right now. (laughs) Vaccinations are the ticket to freedom. There used to be an idea that freedom was something given to you from God, but now freedom is something given to you by your doctor, by your Pfizer-paid doctor and uh, the government. So, yeah, congratulations, everyone. You know what these people are? I got it all figured out. I got it all figured out. These motherfuckers are human flies. They're human flies. Human flies. Human flies.
96 eyes, I got a garbage brain that's driving me insane And I don't like a ride, so push that mess to the side And baby, I won't care, cause baby, I don't scare Cause I'm a reborn maggot using gym warfare Rock folks just a human fly ah yes so um anyways more vaccine news i just you know i hate to talk about vaccines all the time but i think i find it an important thing to see what's going on so uh they got a plan to to just if you don't want the vaccine if you're skeptical about it if you don't want to be an ex- be experimented on um they got plans for you and how they're going to deal with you and uh they're just going to try to coax you to get it. They're going to try to force you into getting it. Um, but not exactly force you, but just coax you into getting it. And use that carrot on the stick technique. Where 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 you might get something in the future. And there's some sort of reward that's coming for it. So let's listen to uh, this doctor. What the, I can't even read her name. She's on the news talking about why you should get it and how they're going to get you to get it. I'll find out her name in a second here. Check it out, though. My main concern is that we're not going to reach herd immunity because of vaccine hesitancy. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to believe who desperately want the vaccine right now. And they're thinking, oh, well, it's just a small percentage of people who are actually anti-vaxxers. And that's true. There is the anti-science, anti-vaxxer contingent. But I think that there are many more people, millions of people who, for whatever reason, have concerns about the vaccine, who just don't know what's in it for them. And we need to make it clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway and i fear a situation of coming into the fall where we never reach herd immunity and then we get hit by the next surge of of, of covid19 in the fall something that we could have prevented if we just got people vaccinated now 
So that was Dr. Leanne Wen. She's a CNN medical analyst, medical analyst. Um, And yeah, basically saying that they need to have some sort of manipulation technique in order to convince people to get it. They have to have the carrot on the stick. So they're, they're really trying to push this narrative of basically you won't be able to do anything if you don't have it. And the people I've talked to who are going to get it or, or have already gotten it, the only reason they've gotten it is not because they're scared of getting sick. It's because somebody else wants them to get it. And if that's the way you live your life where just because somebody tells you to do something, you do it, and it's not because of what you want to do, then maybe you need to question what the fuck you're all about. You know, you're, you're kind of a, a following. You're a follower. You're a sheep. You're a sheepish person. Um, but that that's the main argument that I that I've I've heard. It's like, well, if I want to travel somewhere, I'm gonna need to get it, or my work wants me to get it. Um, and yeah, you know, I can't hate on anyone. You know, it's your own decision. Do what you gotta do. But I just I don't find that to be a compelling argument for me for for why I should get it because you want me to get it. Like, fuck you, dude. I'm not scared of getting this disease. I've probably already had it because I was really sick at the end of. Uh, 2019, just like a lot of people I know were, December, January area, everyone got sick as a dog, and then and then March, all of a sudden, supposedly the virus is in America now, whereas it was previously just in China. And you had all those fake videos of people falling over dead in China, and they came out to be fake. And the videos of them like spraying the street with that that gas or whatever, never found out what that was. So just weird stuff. Uh, but yeah, that that's what they're going to do is try to convince everyone that this is your ticket to freedom is is getting this this thing, this thing. You can't even call it a vaccine because it's not that. At least the mRNA one. It's an experimental gene therapy weird thing. Anyways, uh, going more into it, we'll get uh, Fareed Zakaria, the news dude, Fareed Zakaria, um, talking about different things with the vaccine. So check it out. More vaccine stuff. Fareed! May I see your papers? I don't think I have them on me. In that case, we'd have to ask you to come along. From Casablanca to today, a demand to produce personal documents can be uncomfortable. But post-pandemic, it's something we'll all likely have to get more and more comfortable with. We could be asked to show proof we've had the shots in order to get on an airplane, go to a concert, or go back to work. Joining me now is medical ethicist Arthur Kaplan, a professor at NYU. So explain why you think, basically, that this is the future and we should be comfortable with it. Well, I'm sure that the future holds vaccine passports for us, partly to protect against the spread of COVID and it rebounding. There are many countries, as you were discussing earlier, that have low rates of COVID, Australia, India, Nigeria, some countries improving fast, Great Britain, the U.S., other countries lagging and trying to do lockdowns. As vaccines become available, the best way to control the spread, the best way to control new outbreaks and perhaps even new variants is to demand proof of vaccination before entry. And, you know, it's not a new idea. We have it for yellow fever. There are about more than a dozen countries that say you can't come in uh, if you uh, haven't been vaccinated against yellow fever. And many others require you to show proof of vaccination if you transit through those countries. 
So that's what I was saying earlier about the yellow fever thing. That's, of course, the argument they try to make where, you know, in order for you to go to certain African countries and certain South American countries, you have to show proof of vaccination for yellow fever. But that's totally different. And uh, you'll never have one of these news people challenge that or bring up that that fact because they all work for the pharmaceutical companies. They the pharmaceutical companies are the main advertisers for these for these news outlets. And I think that's something that most people who watch mainstream news don't realize, along with a lot of other things people don't realize. But um the news is owned by the pharmaceutical companies. It's just a fucking fact. Just like Hollywood is mostly owned by China. Same with like ESPN and all that shit. So uh yeah, it's something that's coming. Vaccine passports, baby. All right, here's part two of that. For Traditionally, me. we want to protect health information because if someone finds out you have an illness or a disease, they may discriminate against you. They may penalize you. They may say you can't get a job. You can't get insurance. You can't get disability insurance. You can't get life insurance. With a COVID certification, you're going to gain freedom. You're going to gain mobility. And I'm going to... Uh, suggests that you're probably going to be able to get certain jobs. If you want to work on a cruise ship, I can't imagine that they're not going to be advertising that everybody who's on the staff and the crew is vaccinated, so come on back. So the difference, if you will, is it, it often is the case that health information, when released, threatens to harm you. In this case, being vaccinated threatens to benefit you. It goes in the other direction. <laughs> yeah, threatens to benefit you. Um, that was, yeah, so the reason HIPAA is a thing is because if everyone knew your medical information, they might discriminate against you. Um, like it would be difficult to buy insurance for some people and stuff like that. If they knew that you're already got one foot out the door, well, they're going to make your insurance premium outrageous. So that's one of the reasons why. Uh, they don't do this kind of stuff and, and medical history and uh, that's private information. But not anymore. Now it's they're going to have access to all that stuff. It's not just going to be proof of the vaccination. It's going to be everything. And if not right now, it'll be soon. Um, and, and that's all part of it. And in conjunction with that, see, this is all part of a, a bigger plan. The, the, um, the totally digital world where everything tr- is tracked and, and every transaction has, is documented and like on the blockchain and everyone knows what you buy, where you bought it, how much of it you got. It's all going to be cataloged and it's going to be under your little your little um, profile and they know what you bought and uh, how many of them you bought and then that's going to contribute to your medical history. And this is their part of the green agenda and all that bullshit, the great reset. So if you go to the store and you buy too much meat or if you buy too much gasoline for your vehicle, you're going to be penalized for this stuff because you're contributing to the greenhouse gases and uh, you're, you're ruining the world and you're killing everybody and stuff. Or if you buy too many cookies or, or, or something like that, anything they deem to be bad for you, there will be a syntax attached to it that's just going to be money out of your pocket. Um, that's just going to fuck you. So... It's uh, this vaccine passport is part of a bigger agenda, and it it all is. And by the way, this guy who is talking, his name is Arthur Callen, I think. Arthur Kaplan. Uh, He's a doctor. He's a professor of bioethics, so bioethicists. And this is what they think. This is what they consider to be ethical. 
Well, remember, vaccine passports or even vaccine requirements do depend on access. It's hard to impose anything unless you are pretty sure that somebody can get a vaccine. So I think it'll be a little while before we see this, let's say, within the U.S. But there are going to be communities and areas of the country where it starts to make sense due to high availability of vaccine to say, you want to come back to work in person? Got to show me a vaccine certificate. You want to go in a bar? a restaurant, got to show me a vaccine certificate. I think there will be some inequality in the U.S., but hopefully it will wash out quickly as the supplies increase very rapidly, and I think they're going to. It also gives you an incentive to overcome vaccine hesitancy. Some people are not sure still whether they want to do the vaccine, but if you promise them more mobility, more ability to get a job, more ability to get travel, that's a very powerful incentive to actually achieve fuller vaccination. Internationally, those problems are there. There's no denying it. There are going to be countries that are way behind in terms of having access to anything. But I'm going to predict that the world won't wait for vaccine passports until everybody is on board. I still think you're going to see some in place, despite the fact that this will isolate some countries and perhaps even cause them economic damage. It's just the better off and the lucky, in a certain sense, not wanting to wait for everybody to come on board. So you're not going to be able to compete on the world stage unless you implement these policies is basically what they're trying to say. And maybe if um, if your country doesn't have strict vaccine guidelines and and rules that people have to follow, maybe they won't allow you to trade with uh, other countries. So this is this is what the ethicists these people consider this an ethical argument. But I would question who their allegiance is really to and uh, what their real agenda is and who's paying them off. eh? What about that? Part four. Well, there could be, and I think we'll see that happen. That's more mandating a vaccine for the right to work, if you will. Uh, Some jobs do that now. The militaries around the world will quickly be saying as soon as the vaccines are licensed, which they're not yet, they're still out on emergency approval. But once licensure occurs, I think you'll see everybody required in the military to have to vaccinate to be in the military. But in the private sector, some jobs have high contact. Uh, You're dealing with a sales force that goes out and sees a lot of people. You have a lot of people coming into the office for one reason or another, depending on the line of work. There, I think you can say, for safety and the integrity of the business and being able to work the business, we've got to assure our clients that everybody is vaccinated. So as long as you don't discriminate and say, we're only going to vaccinate older people or but we don't require this of younger people or, you know, we don't require people who uh, live in rural areas to prove it, but we do urban. Discrimination is what the employer will have to watch out for. They can't do that. But if they put on blanket protections and say it's to protect us and to keep the business going because otherwise our customers won't trust us, I think they'll be able to do it. So that's something I was mentioning earlier about the private businesses making it a policy where uh, their employees have to get it and perhaps even the customers who who patronize their business got to get it as well. Um, you know, what? if someone if that's the rules that someone's got to do, I'm not going to that business. Not a fucking chance. First of all, you're not a doctor. The person, you know, unless you are an actual doctor and it's, this is the hospital or something. But who are you to say that I have to get this medical treatment in order to be around you? Like, what do you really fucking know about it? And how much research have you done into it? And, and, you know, it's just I don't I don't approve of that. I find it to be demeaning and discriminatory. And um, 
especially today when when everyone everything's about race and uh, equality and we have to do all of these things to like cater to segments of of the population and people are getting offended on behalf of of someone they don't even know and shit and it's like all this virtue signaling and stuff but you don't see it with this if you don't want to get the vaccine then you're a fucking terrorist is is what they want to what they want to equate it to and i don't agree with that i think that's bullshit and uh i don't really approve it approve of it so I don't know. I just don't know. In other news, uh, DMX. DMX is in the hospital right now. He's not doing so well. He had a medical issue of some sort. I'm not going to go into detail because I don't know. Sounds like something with overdosing or something like that. I don't know, but I'm a big fan of DMX. I think his album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, is one of the best hip-hop albums ever made. So we're going to listen to one of my favorite songs off of that album, and it is called Look Through My Eyes, DMX. Judge not, judge not, that should be judged first. Deserve to be. Got niggas I don't even know that wanna murder me. Just because they heard of me. And they know that the dark is for real. The bark is for real. When you see that spark, it'll kill. Be pop out, park it and chill. Take it over there, walk with it. From my yo to Cali, Baltimore, back to New York with it. Come through flying, up one, two, nine. Up the school street, cause I come through mine. Spark at my dogs, get at me, nigga. Get at me, nigga. With the deadlifts, never forget what real is. The cat that used to say X is the best, no, he still is. Can't help Love the one that cursed me, the one that wouldn't give me a cup of water when I was thirsty. It was always him 
curse me, but now I gotta teach him Personal feelings put aside, cause now I gotta reach him What I'd like to do is turn my head like I don't know But it seems like I've been called on the show, so I'ma show him And if you've never met me, then you've no right to judge me You got a good heart, but this heart can get ugly yes. first came out in 1998 he came out with that was off his first album it's dark and hell is hot and then later that year he came out with uh, flesh of my flesh blood of my blood and he was uh, number one with both those albums the guy's an incredible songwriter and very passionate vocalist and singer and you can really hear that he feels that shit so uh yeah i hope he pulls through and um you know addiction is a terrible thing to struggle with and uh Dude's been dealing with that, had a had a crazy life, but is a hip-hop legend, and I hope he gets better. So, um, great song, Look Through My Eyes, fucking crazy shit. Now, uh, there's some weird news going on in uh, England. The the ancient the ancient monument, Stone, Stonehenge, one of the most famous ancient monuments in existence, they're thinking about building a tunnel under it. It is a site shrouded in mystery, meaning, and mysticism, and among the most visited in England. But now, a very modern problem has Stonehenge back in the spotlight. Whether to build a tunnel under the Stone Age temple to improve traffic flow nearby. As special correspondent Malcolm Brabant tells us, archaeologists and activists warn a cherished site is now under threat. Britain's most flamboyant druid, King Arthur Pendragon, is on the warpath. I'm a Pendragon by name and nature. And Pendragon means battle chieftain or head dragon. And I am the head of what's thought of as the warrior political arm of the Druid movement. It's me who takes the protest. And it will be me that opposes this tunnel by any means necessary if it comes to it. Just take a moment to listen to the silence here at Stonehenge. What you can probably hear in the background is the noise of traffic from the highway 250 yards away. It's not very busy today, but you can still hear it. Not very prehistoric. What those in favour of the tunnel say is that it will bring tranquillity back to this ancient site. This video from Britain's Highways Authority projects what a difference the tunnel would make to the landscape while improving the traffic flow in what's frequently a major bottleneck. Nicola Tasker is the director of Stonehenge. As we stand here at the stones, you can really see um, how this noisy and polluting road is a blight on the landscape. I mean, Stonehenge and its surrounding landscape is one of the most important um, Neolithic sites within Europe. And at the moment, it has this road cutting that landscape in half. So we believe that the tunnel will really enhance the experience that people have of enjoying and exploring the wider landscape and help them make sense of the stones themselves. So a road under Stonehenge. I don't know. I don't know. Is that a good idea? Is it a bad idea? 
I've never been there, and I don't know what it would do. But that druid guy sounds like he's he's kind of pissed about it. Um, maybe they'll unlock. You know, maybe maybe the gods will be pissed, man. We'll fuck it all up. I don't know. Here's here's part two. I wouldn't mess with that druid guy though. He seems like he means business. These tunnels don't even start outside of the World Heritage Site. It's absolutely headbangingly stupid. We've come to Cambridge to meet David Jakes, an archaeologist specialising in the Mesolithic period, dating back more than 10,000 years. The idea that you can meddle with such a place as the Stonehenge landscape is beyond belief. It is heartbreaking. Jakes is one of 23 archaeologists who claim the tunnel will damage artefacts yet to be discovered and is in breach of the World Heritage Convention. Jakes has been digging close to the River Avon within the Stonehenge Heritage Site and, among other things, has discovered what's believed to be a sacred stone used for tenderizing meat. You know, I, I've watched documentaries about Stonehenge and the the existing, what what remains of it, the, the big granite stones, um, that's only the center of a much larger... Um, ritual site whatever you want to call it you know um it was a lot bigger back in the day and there was like wooden wooden um structures as well so it is part of a a much greater archaeological site so i I didn't know much about this i just want to play these clips to put them out there but it seems like they would be destroying some shit I don't know archaeologists are pissed i would listen to the archaeologists those guys know what's up they they're so particular with their job and they spend so much time excavating sites and like focusing on every square inch of earth that is moved. So uh, I would listen to those guys. I think, I think these sites need to be preserved for future generations and uh, shit, they're going to outlaw the car soon anyways. Why do we need to fuck with the road? They're not going to let anyone drive soon anyways. Ah, anyways, back to some music. How about we do a little... Nonfiction, cult leader, Ill Bill, what up? Warmonger, armed with four high-powered firearm barometers I visited Andromeda, the human cloner To donate to my fam organ donor The morbid odor, the corpse is lowered The coroner, the cult leader, the result meter The skull and bones bleeder The chrome heater, the soul eater, the tone reader The cloak and dagger magnum packer Convert star systems to active vacuums The illicit, suspense and had goons The great communicator Alien Tomb Raider consume data Cut from the same cloth to produce Vader The cult leader, the ultimate fighting champion The beneficent, the lamb, the messiah, the religion It's a thousand faces, more than the cross and the star David I'm the combination of God and Satan The humble shepherd, the son of lepers The stuff of legends, the cult leader I've indulged in the most disgusting of pleasures Likeable and charismatic My smiling face has been enough to make a mother Leave her children in a violent place I turn these to noodles I make my female followers walk me into they pussies dripping like fruit juice The pervert, the pathological, the prophet I'm the second coming, the antichrist, the final conflict Who got nuclear weapons and the suicidal doctrine The cult leader, and I'll never stop until I got you locked in Cult leader, and everybody 
everywhere. His words are greeted with enthusiasm. enthusiasm. I'm the folk leader. His listeners have found a personal revelation in what he has to say. Do you obey your instinct? Try to dominate others. I'm the motherfucking cult leader. Such power transforms, elevates, even purifies, glorifies. The light taker, follow with fly planes at the skyscrapers. Send you with disease through the mail wrapped in side paper. The gospel preacher, the hostile teacher, the face of God, but in the pastor's speeches, it's the prophecy, the cult leader, the people's temple, the holy ground, the war compound, the four pound, the rifle, the disciples, the holy idol, supreme truth, the cult leader with the green tooth. The multi-millionaire with the stand that can freeze troops I program people to kill The motivational speaker My words cause people to fear It's mind control Let the cult be the guide your soul Open up your eyes to the lies they told The general, the chief I be the political pioneer The cult leader You can believe in me I am here Bless the children Take you under my wing shelter Help the skelter This is it You can't kill me I'll exist forever Cult leader Champion of the underdog. I'm the cult leader. Who tried to show the path of truth to amaze all mankind. Cult leader. Scorned, ridiculed, and condemned. And I'm condemned, the motherfucking cult leader. But the words are inadequate to convey the majesty of the cult leader. Underground classic for sure. Amazing song. Ill Bill, you know, nonfiction. Uh, on the turntables, that was eight track, eight track, uh, legendary DJ, amazing DJ. Produced by Dave One. Sick fucking song, dude. That shit's hard as fuck. That beats crazy. Yes, sir. They don't make them like that anymore, do they? Actually, Ill Bill still makes incredible music. So does eight track. He does a lot of like dance stuff. Great, great DJ though. I'm reading this book. Actually, you know what? Let me tell you a little story. Last, I, I was listening to this album a lot over the summer, and I went camping with my family, and we all did mushrooms. And like my family, friends, there was like 15 of us out there. It was so sick, dude. Like the coolest spot ever. And we all partied all weekend, had a great fucking time. It was for my birthday, actually. And um, dude, it was so sick. And I was just bumping this album. And the next day... Well, we were out there for a few days, but everyone left, and uh, it was just me and my lady out there, and uh, we were just driving around, like, exploring the mountains in my Jeep, bumping this album, and then it started hailing, like, the craziest hail, fucking, it was like a nice day before that, and then just this crazy hailstorm, and it was so sick, and then, like, on the ground, there's, like, two inches of these big hailstones in it, and then the whole ground started, like, steaming up, and it was just 
the most beautiful, epic thing, dude. I live in such a beautiful area. Very blessed to have the life I live here. I don't mention that enough on this shit, but... So the songs can take you back to certain moments, and that's that's one of them. So that was cool. Fucking great song, great album. Nonfiction. Fucking uh, The Future Is Now. And if you look at this album, it has some of the sickest album art, too. And the, the guy who did that is Mir One, legendary graffiti artist. And I actually just bought one of his prints of his new his uh his new painting he did called uh David and Goliath. And it, this shit spoke to me, man. It's like this kid in this fucking apocalyptic landscape. The sky's all covered in chemtrails and he's like he's like throwing a rock at the fucking at a drone or some shit. It's it's really cool. It's a really good uh good painting so that should arrive any day now i'm really excited for that um and i also got the nft of it too so he's sending me the nft the non-fungible token i actually let's mention some crypto stuff too i've been pretty into this shit for the past like four months uh it's been crushing it and of course as soon as i click on it it's down ethereum was up to like 2100 2150 for a minute now it's back below 2000 it's at 1982 uh bitcoin at 56130 polka dot almost up to 40 bucks 3887 cardano's at 118 dollar 18 anyways if you don't know about crypto find out check it out man you can make some money at least for a little bit longer the bull run we're in a bull run anyways i'm reading this book there's this guy that i would follow on youtube and he's had his YouTube channel deleted like 22 times, which is a lot. That's a lot of times to get your YouTube channel deleted. Because uh, uh, he's he's talking about the shit they don't want them to talk about. And he specializes in this thing called gematria. Gematria is the, pro, the, the coding of letters into words. And there's, there's different ways to do it. But there's the simple English gematria, which would be... Um, a A equals one, B equals two, C equals three, and then you like add them up and stuff. And it's a whole thing. And there's there's different ways to do it. There's like Jewish gematria and uh, reverse gematria and all this stuff. But this guy looks into this and he says that all of these events are interconnected and encoded with gematria, and they're just fucking with us with all these um these big events that happen. Things like nine eleven, the coronavirus. Uh, Vent 201, all these shootings and shit that, that take place. And it's pretty interesting stuff. Some shit he says, I'm like, ah, I think he's kind of reaching on with that. And you can make connections with anything once you get into numerology and shit like that. And that's often the thing that will like people will make fun of conspiracy theorists, like making connections that aren't really there. Uh, which is funny. But um, I just want to bring to your attention this shit with 9-11. Um, some some little facts that you might not have known. So on September 11th, 2001, Flight 77 reportedly hit the 77-foot-tall Pentagon in Washington, D.C., which is located on the 77th Meridian West after taking off at 8.20 a.m. and crashing at 9.37 a.m. 77 minutes later. So just interesting that the 77 encoded it, Flight 77 hit the 77-foot-tall Pentagon, in where, which is located on the 77th Meridian after being in flight for 77 minutes. Um, the words September 11th 
uh, World Trade Center and Order from Chaos also equate from to 77 in uh, Gematria, which is you know the regular um, English Gematria where ABC equals one two three and and so on. All right, I got technical difficulties. I just thought that was interesting. The um, the the stuff with that because I recently got this book and started looking into it. It's called Nine Eleven to Coronavirus Number Games. Um, we'll see. We'll see what I think. Uh, but I was at I was at the park yesterday. This park in my town, and we actually have a piece of the World Trade Center there, and it's like this beam that's all twisted up and and rusty and crazy looking. And holding up the beam is supposed to be an uh, an efficacy, I guess it would be called, like a model of the World Trade Center, the Twin Towers. And on them has the times that the World Trade Center was struck by the towers. I mean, was struck by the towers, hit by the planes, I mean. And I was looking at them and I was like adding up the numbers and stuff. It was like one hit at, uh... well, actually, it's weird because I was looking up on uh, the internet what time they they got hit by the planes but it was a different time than what was on the the uh, memorial but i was adding them up in in my head and it was like oh shit these fucking equal 9 and 11 like if you add the numbers up. i don't know weird shit weird stuff is going on the encoding of uh numbers into stuff you could take for example the the internet www like www dot whatever the fuck website you're going to that equals six 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 because w is the twenty uh, fourth letter in the alphabet and two plus four equals six and there's a that's a whole language that that's used to encode shit and it's uh, just weird stuff weird fucking stuff and kind of interesting to look into but it can probably drive you crazy and make you look like a lunatic as well and they will definitely call you some tinfoil hat wearing lunatic and probably rightfully so because that's a little crazy we don't really need to go that far to find out how fucked up shit is right but it's fun to do so i'm gonna read like just mention a couple articles and things that maybe you you might want to look into i've already been talking for a long time here uh this is one from activist post which is talking about the standing army that is the police force in the united states um, the title is Standing Army, Biden Surpasses Trump on Flow of Military Weapons to Cops. Uh, the controversial 1033 program became a source of citizen outrage after images of police armed with military-grade weaponry, including grenade launchers and armored MRAPs, were beamed into people's homes across the country during the battlefield-style police response to the rioting in Ferguson, Missouri, in 2014. As many Americans noted, Ferguson, Missouri looked like a war zone with police kited, kitted out in marine issue camouflage and military grade body armor toting short barreled assault rifles and rolling around in armored vehicles virtually indistinguishable from U.S. soldiers. Shortly after the American public became widely aware, the largely outraged and largely outraged over the extreme militarization over the police forces. 
President Obama signed the executive order that blocked large caliber weapons, armored vehicles, and grenade launchers and other heavy military hardware from being repurposed from battlefields across the globe to small town USA. Uh, Obama argued at the time that police utilization of such weapons of war cast the police as an occupying force and only served to deepen the divide between police and the community. We've seen how militarized gear can sometimes give people a feeling like they're an occupying force as opposed to a force that's part of the community that's protecting them and serving them, Obama said in 2015. Yeah, sure, right? And that's something that's happened a a long time ago, the militarization of the police, dressing them in like all black with combat boots and making them look like fucking RoboCop. It's not your friendly uh, policeman dressed in the nice blue uniform who who helps the old lady across the street. It's like, these are the guys that beat the fuck out of you and covered in tattoos and shit and straight up look like gang members, you know? Uh, this was one of the very few notable pro-liberty moves by the Obama administration, However, thanks to the Trump administration, it was overturned, and now Biden has picked up where Trump left off and has expanded it. Despite Biden and Kamala paying lip service to police brutality and riding the waves of the Black Lives Matter movement during their campaign, the president and his vice president have refused to even meet with the group. Of course, right? They used him. They just used him. Uh, this is in spite of the fact that BLM formed a PAC, uh, which helped fund its campaign ads to mobilize black voters to go out and vote for Biden. What so many police accountability activists are learning now is that the more things change, the more they stay the same. As fissures in their leadership begins to crack apart Black Lives Matter inside its upper echelons, talk about police reform is waning fast. Getting bad orange man out of the White House has effectively placated the masses and the huge movement and protests we witnessed prior to November 3rd. Uh, causing them to fizzle out. Now the police state is gaining new grand, new ground in the expansion of its being spearheaded by the ones who ran on a platform to rein it in. So so Biden's just, he's amping up the police force and, and giving them all the crazy fucking guns. And it's funny because, you know, he, he ran on the Black Lives Matter movement. If it wasn't for all of the police brutality shit that happened in conjunction with COVID, and just the playing up of the the race division thing that the Democrats totally play into, and and so do the Republicans. It's part of the the left wing right wing paradigm that's used to control us. But uh, yeah, that's what got Obama. That's what got Biden elected. If you believe he really got elected, and they just didn't fuck with the whole thing and manipulate the votes. Um. But now he's just, you know, giving the cops even crazier guns and, and making them pretty much, you know, it's like Afghanistan. It's going to be like that, you know. Uh, according to the folks at securityreform.org, the flow of military gear under 1033 to police departments increased when compared to the previous champion of the police state, Donald Trump. And uh, as Security Reform reports... The flow of military equipment of police does not enhance public safety. In fact, the relationship is precisely the other way around. There's a direct correlation between 1033 programs and the number of people shot and killed by police. Uh, not surprisingly, having and using military equipment makes police more violent. So yeah, you get all these new toys and you're like, you want to go out and use them, right? You got all these crazy fucking guns. Like, you're going to want to shoot the grenade launcher at least once. 
at least 336,863 military-grade items have been transferred to American police agencies through the 1033 program since it began in 1997. This includes a range of weapons and equipment and spare parts and accessories for each. The most visible armaments used by police, firearms, vehicles, and aircraft are itemized below. President Biden could order the Department of Defense to recall this material by executive order any time, but he fucking won't. So, yeah, Biden just arming the cops, giving them some crazy guns and stuff, even crazier than what they already have. Um, but at the same time, trying to take away your guns. You're not allowed to have anything, you know? It, because if you have a gun, you're going to go shoot up the grocery store and or whatever, you know? And especially if you're white. If you're a white person, you're a racist, fucking murderous, psychopath, serial killer. And if you have an AR-15 or, or an AK-47, you're going to go shoot up the local grocery store or, you know, the movie theater or the mall or the, whatever. A school. And, um, yeah, but, but meanwhile, let's, let's arm these fucking racist cops and these just lunatic people, racist against everyone. I mean, it'd just be racist against normal people, but especially blacks and Mexicans. Um, let's give them the craziest guns and grenade launchers and just all of the equipment and take away everything you have. And, uh, yeah, and then say that you're safe. You're safe. You know, if if you really believe that, dude, you're a fucking idiot, man. It's just crazy that there could be so much of the population who is, like, against the cops, especially because of the, like, the whole Black Lives Matter thing that's been going on. So you have the whole ACAB movement, the all cops are bastards. But at the same time, those are the people who would, like, need the cops the most if, if there was ever a crime being committed against them. If someone, like, came in their house because they don't have any guns because they're also against guns. So in reality, they they want the people they hate and are saying are such a threat to our liberties and shit. Uh, they want them to be the only ones who who have guns and have a mono- – they want them to have a monopoly on the use of force and violence. Uh, the reason there's a Second Amendment in the Constitution is – for to fight against the government if the government gets out of control you're supposed to have equal firepower to to be able to fight against them uh here's another i'm gonna post links to all this stuff too if you're interested and want to check it out i'm about to get out of here though although i do got some more songs to play you know let's just get into a song then this is a classic black thought he says a whole bunch of words that I'm not allowed to say. 75 bars. Check it out. Nigga, I'm a debonair nigga, I'm a 
my share Look at here, yeah, I know it ain't fair, nigga Neither is a bald eagle with a hair trigger Haystack, try to find a needle up in there Nigga, leave you up in there, nigga Show me the puppet that don't need a puppeteer Nigga, shut another tear, nigga I'm in the field with a shield and a spear, nigga I'm in your girl with her heels in the air, nigga I am such a fair, nigga You in a battle telling me you not ready Like you figured I'm a bear with you I don't care, nigga You now listening to the sounds of the money making jam trillionaires, nigga Gentlemen of an extraordinary league You never see me blowing on no ordinary weed What I'm smoking ain't a product of no ordinary seed Your boy is heavy treed I'm feeling merry as a Tyler Perry scene That monetary gangrene We tried to launder the cash and never came clean So now I'm in the story with all the cash Before me and smoke Purgatory for doing the same thing And them niggas ain't changed Them niggas can't change Your mom shake their head Say it's such a dang shame The train to the bus Then another dang plane My stage and my government They ain't the same name I'm a rock star loving it My wallet chain ain't I'm a rider they saint I'm a modern day king My definition I can finally explain Cold smooth like that dude Sean Connery was playing I just gotta be the man I'm the father figure in When I spit it something like a psychology exam If you stand where I stood You can probably understand How that mic feeling like a million dollars in my hand It's the silence of the lamp Throwing cop another gram to twist Which is Annie Percocet Perk a damn wish and that worked the plan You better look alive Cause them niggas outside Looking desperate again Nigga in the blunts and liquor Killing my lungs and liver The asthmatic drug addict I'm function with it I put a rapper in a hole with a dust for sitting for spitting Played out pattern that once was hitting I got news for you all Let me show you how to ball See the legend that we fall I ain't heard of that Y'all niggas is off the wall Like Arsenio Hall I'ma put you right back Where the dirt is at 450 Fahrenheit On the thermostat Somebody's talking like a white girl Burning death But she not a earning yet She couldn't put in no work For that burning yet The black microphone murder vet I'm in the class of my own If I got beef with you You the last one to know I arrive on time I'm never fashionable You late I'm already international bull I done twirled in Berlin Back in Beijing You never seen nothing Can't say the same thing Tell somebody black though Yeah you know the name ring So give them the game ring For bringing what the niggas can't bring My hustle is long My muscle is strong My man put the paper in the dump While I'm gone Y'all still a light year From the level of more Just a point stepping right Into the head of the storm You been warned I will blow y'all niggas In the cynical I'm a rebel Renegade must stay paid Man that's a crazy song There's a cool video of uh most deaf, uh, like he's like talking to Black Thought backstage somewhere or whatever, and uh, he like raps this whole song to Most Def raps the whole song to Black Dot. It's like one of his favorite songs. And he's just like, dude, that's like the coolest fucking song. And they raps the whole thing to him, and they kind of like go back and forth. It's really cool. Check it out. Oh man, where are we at here? What are we doing? I got a couple more things I'm gonna mention. And I'm out of here. I got things to do, man. Uh, another article from Activist Post. I like to read from these guys just because it's a different. It's different from like the mainstream stuff. If you want to listen to the mainstream stuff, turn on the news. You know, you wouldn't be listening to this if that's what you wanted. Uh, this is about the the carbon agenda, and this it's actually a video, but there's a short introduction that I'll read to you, and then I'll post a link to it if you want to watch the video, which is like a documentary explaining what the plan is behind the the carbon agenda and everything that's going on with that. Uh, The article is entitled, Absolute Slavery, Zero Carbon Agenda Deconstructed. Uh, The billionaires behind Agenda 21, who control the UN and the World Economic Forum, want to have zero carbon emissions by 2050, and they mean business. They're already phasing out gasoline and diesel engines, they want to end. Uh, they want to end the commercial airline industry, transoceanic shipping, and then end all small farms and farming of animals. 
And the Ice Age farmer tells us you're going to eat bugs and lab-grown clean meat. You're going to upcycle food that was food waste, and you're going to eat that too. The circular economy is what it's called, uh, in which there's no such thing as garbage, and we just turn it into something else. So everything gets recycled, and you know, you're eating bugs and shit. Uh, you're going to have a social credit score based on how well you perform, which is if you take your vaccines and you don't throw away too much food. And uh, based on all that surveillance, because we live in a surveillance grade, everything you buy, a surveillance state, everything you buy is... Um, you know, it's all documented. You're always being watched. They know everything, dude. And you voluntarily give that information up. It's all on your phone. It's all credit cards and all that shit. They know everything. Uh, and based on your Sunday worship to Gaia, Earth worship, uh, then maybe they'll let you get a little bit of fake wheat, uh, fake meat and uh, some Soylent Green. If you're good. If you're good, you get a little bit of Soylent Green. Just enough to keep you going. Uh, there is an army of tens of thousands of technocrats executing on every single vector of this as we speak, and the Biden administration is working furiously to implement it all. And uh, it goes on to say that this this is a video that explains how they're going to do it, what the plan is, and what's going on. And I think this is something like that people don't realize is how much the world is going to change right now. It's not the fucking world that we grew up in. And even me, like, I'm not, I'm 27, I'm not that old, so I, I've been, you know, I was, what, like, eight years old when 9-11 happened, and that's when everything really changed a lot, but, um, you know, the, the age of <clears throat> even having a car, you know, that you can drive around and go wherever you want, that's, that's gonna come to an end, or the, the, like, a farm, and being able to grow your own food and, and have animals, they don't want that shit, they want... Big giant corporations, Monsanto-like corporations, to uh, control everything, and and they're the ones giving you the food, and then they try to link cows into climate change, and saying that that's such a huge threat to to the weather. <laughs> Meanwhile, they fucking control the weather. Ah, but uh, you know, facts don't matter. So that's that's where they're gonna take us, and it's crazy, and that's something that. It, the green agenda, there's so much propaganda that goes into it, and it's something that sounds good on the surface. Um, you know, nobody wants the planet to die. It sucks to see the planet covered in garbage and stuff, and pollution is a real issue. But the people doing it and the story behind it and the purpose behind it, it's all manipulated, and it's all part of this great reset, fucking New World Order, whatever, control system where... um they don't want people to be able to travel. Uh, they don't want us to be able to do anything like, like we've had too much freedom. We've had it too good for too long. And uh, they don't consider us responsible enough to uh, to just live as we've been living. So there's a big plan to change everything. And if you want to learn more about it, I will put a link up to this article, which uh, links to this video about the zero carbon future. You see, you can't, no pollutants. That means no gas. That means you can't heat your house. That means no gasoline, too. Also no natural gas, but no gasoline, so you can't drive anywhere. You'll have to have electric vehicles, and those have limitations because if you're up in Canada where it gets really, really cold or, or somewhere else, um, those electric batteries don't work. They just don't fucking work. Um, and plus... 
you're only going to be able to charge it so much because that takes energy, right? And you'll have an energy allowment because if you use too much, you're going to fucking cause a tidal wave in Fiji or something. So crazy stuff. Uh, Another one about 5G and the blockchain. 5G was getting a lot of shine when the when the coronavirus thing first came out because people were asking questions like, could there be a correlation? Um, I think I think that radiation, uh, radio frequency, you know, electromagnetic radiation, I think there's a correlation between that and human health. Everything works on a frequency. And if you introduce these foreign frequencies and we're completely immersed in it and something you're not used to, yeah, it could have have an impact on cellular function and, and just the normal shit you got to do. But they'll never teach that in school. Um, the 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 government institution that regulates that is actually the FCC, which has nothing to do with health. It's the federal communications fucking thing. They, they're the ones who tell you you can't cuss on the radio. They got nothing to do with health, but they're the ones who, who are telling us what frequencies are good and, and all that. And... All the studies are done by the telecom industries themselves and instead of independent researchers. So it's all manipulated and fucked with. And I think uh, it, it's largely to blame for, for a lot of the, the cancer we see that, that doesn't really make sense. Like the premature fucking cancer that shouldn't exist, you know? So I don't know. Keep listening to those Bluetooth headphones, though. Keep putting your head in that microwave. Just kidding. Don't do that. Anyways, this is about 5G, blockchain, and you. I'll read this, and then I'm out of here. I'm going to leave you with a cool song, too. Um, This is by Lynn Wolf. Many questions have arisen since the World Health Organization declared a worldwide public health emergency on January 30th, 2020. Where did COVID-19 originate? How long will it take to flatten the curve? Are ubiquitous lockdowns necessary or effective for an ailment that has a 99% recovery rate? And perhaps most perplexingly, why did the World Economic Forum host Event 201 in October 2019, a simulated pandemic exercise that eerily followed the real coronavirus narrative complete with stuffed souvenir microbes? So that's, they had little pillows that look like the fucking COVID-19 virus or what they, the, the representation of it they put out because you know it's all it's all computer generated shit none of these are actual pictures it's all some cgi bullshit but they they make it because you have to have like a a reference right you have to have something to look at so you make this black ball with these red spikes and it kind of looks like the devil that's what they do um and event 201 i've spoken about on this show a bunch of times it is where they simulated the whole coronavirus pandemic outbreak and how these uh, non-governmental organizations and foundations and Bill Gates and the governments across the world, how they were going to respond to it, how they were going to deal with the the anti-vaxxers and the conspiracy theorists, and how they were going to brainwash people through the news. That shit all went down in October 2019, before there was any such thing as a, a COVID-19. Because at the beginning, remember, it was just coronavirus, and then they gave it the COVID-19 name. But where did it originate? Sounds like it was made in a lab. Wuhan. Fort Detrick. Anyway, so far, none of these questions have been sufficiently answered. Yet, as the narrative goes on, the picture of the new normal we've been ushered into gradually becomes clearer. Klaus Schwab, executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, 
sees coronavirus as the catalyst for the Great Reset and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. According to him, the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. He seems excited, but what will that reset mean for us? Schwab proposes to build back better. That was also Biden's thing. Build back better. That was his fucking slogan. Build back better. That's what lets you know he's all controlled by the same great reset motherfuckers. All part of it. That's why they had to manipulate the, the election so bad to get him in there. Most votes ever, dude. Joe Biden. 80 million votes, they say. Absolutely ridiculous. The guy can barely fucking put a sentence together. With Kamala as his running mate, the most unlikable person like on the face of the earth. Anyways, regardless of that, Schwab proposes to build back better using technologies such as artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things, 3D printing, and nanotechnology. Nanotechnology especially, dude. What's up with that vaccine? mRNA technology is nanotechnology. Uh, which are supposed to be more sustainable than current technologies. The World Economic Forum has also toyed with the idea of universal basic income to fix the economic issues caused by coronavirus lockdowns. I think the economic issues are the biggest problem with with what's happened. but And the suicide and all that shit killed more people than the virus did. Soon after Event 201 seemed to go live, skeptics of the official narrative speculated about a possible link between the pandemic and 5G technology, which was deemed essential and continued to be installed during the lockdowns. Official news sources claim that the virus originated in Wuhan, China, where, of all places, 5G was among the first to launch in November 2019. Like mRNA vaccines, health effects of radiation in the 5G range hasn't been tested. And many citizens have been protesting its installation. Conspiracy theorists. Uh, However, thousands of peer-reviewed studies have confirmed deleterious effects, deleterious effects of existing wireless frequencies ranging from tinnitus in some people to life-threatening arrhythmias in others. So there's a reason to believe 5G can cause similar problems. Indeed, the symptoms of microwave sickness vary as widely as symptoms of COVID-19. Despite mainstream news sources systematically ridiculing anyone who says coronavirus and 5G in the same sentence, there's no disrupting the fact that 5G forms the infrastructure of the fourth industrial revolution, namely artificial intelligence and the Internet of Things. Uh, With the rollout of vaccine passports, yet another one of 5G's raisons d'etre becomes apparent. Every passport holder is assigned a blockchain code that broadcasts his or her mRNA injection status. These codes could be easily expanded to contain other personal information as well, such as one's social security number, banking information, and current location. A biometric digital ID like ID2020, Bill Gates, for instance, would essentially connect everyone to the Internet of Things. This is something I've been talking about on this shit for for a long time, too. The Internet of Things. It's all part of it. Tracking everything everyone does. You're always being tracked. 
And blockchain technology is is what they're going to use for that. And they're making it seem cool because everyone making so much money off of uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin and Ethereum and whatever. There's a thousand of them. And they're all popping off right now. Like it's really appealing. And I got a bunch of money into it. And I'm, I've made a good amount of money. And it's cool. But this is the type of technology that they're going to use to control us all. So it's kind of the uh, Trojan horse. Uh, if all of this sounds a bit far-fetched, scan your vac- vaccine passport and take a trip to China. Virtually every item there is marked with a blockchain code, which allows for cashless payments by scanning the code with a cell phone or, disturbingly, scanning your face, which is stored in a vast AI database and recognized by every camera you pass by in the street and in commercial buildings. Now, that's interesting that they, they have the facial recognition technology um, working so effectively in China because Chinese people look very similar. You're probably not allowed to say that anymore, but they fucking do. They, they do look similar, at least to white people. But they got it perfected in such a way where, yeah, they can, uh, they know everything and, and, uh, they, they even can do it from like the street, the street cameras, you know? And that's something that doesn't really get talked about is all of the, the cameras that are like on the highway and on the freeway and like inserted into the streetlights and into just like the um the the well first of all the streetlights like the regular red yellow green streetlights but also the lights that just illuminate the road there's cameras and all that shit too and like they put they got to put this technology in it they totally have to and then your apps like Snapchat and Instagram where where um you have the the uh, filters that that's you're giving all of your facial imagery fucking recognition shit to to this big tech that's that's uh that are the ones implementing all this stuff so they have all of it and they have this infrastructure ready to be deployed and maybe it's already being deployed there was a movie about that made with Shia LaBeouf called Eagle Eye and if you haven't seen that yet you should go watch it that was made like 10 years ago i think but it was all about this and it was about like the NSA and all the technology they have and, and how easily they can track people, whether it's through um, like regular cameras on the street, surveillance cameras and, and satellites and drones and all that shit. Kind of crazy. Uh, the surveillance state is just something that slips by the wayside. Everyone focuses on like racism and, and how shitty cops are and stuff. But like this surveillance shit is way worse than any of that. Uh, it's all bad. But um. Once you're assigned a digital ID, your data is collected at all times. Where you go, what you buy, whether you've been bad or good. And uh, this data can be used for a variety of purposes, from selling your information to advertisers, to informing law enforcement of your daily routine, to assigning you a social credit score. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, So there you have it, a method of surveillance that surpasses Orwell's wildest nightmares, the vaccine passport is your ticket to a brave new technocracy. And, uh, well, we'll let it off there. You be the judge. You be the judge. I'm going I'm to set, set you away with a little bit of Method Man. Method Man and Havoc. Peace out. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll catch you later. Huh. What do you want? I'm going to kill you. You bastard! Uh, 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 it's the jump, jump. All you see is the crook, crooks. Shout out to Havoc. 
Good looking on the beat Forever P Street life was good About to go in, son Look Red bones and red bottoms Like Red Bull, we gon' give them wings We red dot them Candy rappers, send them in We red hot them, headshot them Go against my grain, get head problems Big dummy garbage rappers, we red fox em. Shoot an actor in high depth and red box em. Tip the scales in my favor, stay in your top ten If life's like a triple bing, I'm weighing my options Y'all like YMF, you high meth Keep a big popper, cause I ain't ready to die yet I digress, or I'm just too intense to digest Stretched in a Pyrex, compliments to my chef Game ain't been the same since I left Is they really crooks or just a pain in my neck? Wu-Tang, ain't no lanes in my set Fresh pair of Nike Airs, I just do it for my check I'll be the first to tell these rappers, get your bars up Shout to P, you know it's havoc when we mob up I tell that smut, date over, pull your drawers up Cigar guts, all up in the club, putting squad up Throw your squad up Throw your squad up Throw your squad up Cigar guts, all up in the club, putting squad up I swoop in, shooting like I'm paratrooping. We all in, we riding, we carpooling. My whole crew, we diving, we blood tuning. Salute me or shoot me, Huey P. Newton. Your buffoonery is quite amusing. This is not monkey business, stop cooning. It's a method to my madness, I know what I'm doing. There's a reason why I'm winning and you said he's losing. I'm about to blow like I'm ballooning. Then show my whole ass when I'm black mooning. Got your girl in the green room, teaspooning. Hit my man with the give and go, alley oop him. Spit death jazz when I'm crush grooving. I'm appealing with success and just keep it moving. I'm heavy hitting and you barely bruising Come through mob deep like a movie union I'll be the first to tell these rappers get your bars up Shout to P, you know it's havoc when we mob up I tell that smut, date over, pull your drawers up Cigar guts, all up in the club, putting squad up Throw your squad up Throw your squad up Throw your squad up Cigar guts, all up in the club, putting squad up Black Tims and Black Masks Basuda, niggas know they rap trash My shooters, get all up in that ass I maneuver, finish shit, no half-ass Little niggas, we birth job for real though Protect your neck, you stomped out with steel toes My real bros, respect the code, is real, yo Y'all new niggas, looking like some weirdos But y'all niggas is co-signing Shook the whole iron These little hoes be lying That bullshit blow by it On point, so don't try it Wild like doing riots On Rikers Isle, you hiding From the realness, it's real, kid Having meth in the building Forever peeing to infinity Whoever don't like it Cut that nigga, let the fucker bleed I'll be the first to tell these rappers Get your bars up Shout to P, you know it's havoc when we mob up I tell that smut, date over Pull your drawers up, cigar guts All up in the club, putting squad up Throw your squad up Throw your squad up Throw your squad up Cigar guts all up in the club, putting squad up